If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. Are you ready? Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning to you. Welcome in. The uh, parade party this afternoon in Oxford, Mississippi, celebrating the Ole Miss Rebels National Championship. But as we talked about early, uh, the libations will be flowing. Um, starting, I don't know if they've stopped, but starting again at 11 a.m. today at uh, all the local establishments in Oxford for the big parade this afternoon with Mike Bianco and Tim Elko, among others. Uh, Tim, as we talked about Graham, we referenced players from last year's Hell State team. Um, so, and this is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. But if you're a player and you have a, a pretty good amount of success, you kind of got it made in Starkville and Oxford. Now, if you're a player and you're you're good to really good, and you're part of a national championship team, well, you know, for decades and decades coming back, you know, you're part of, I mean, again, neither team had ever won a national championship in a major, in, in a, in a big three sport. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it's that much more magnified and it's, it's that. Yeah. This obviously the celebration will go on for, 
for a long time. So will Mississippi State. But Graham, Bench, Elko, among many others, I mean, dude, you get to, you'll you'll have an opportunity to stay wherever you want, uh, be a part of whatever you want. And you'll always be everyone's first baseball player they think of that's because right. of the title. That's, that's right. Like, that's the thing you can't really understand until 10 years, 20 years later, right? Yeah. When kids are going, man, you should have seen Tim Elko. I, I was in college when Tim Elko played. I was in college when Tanner Allen played. Like, that'll be the discussion. Or better yet, I was 8, 9, 10 years old. Yes. Uh, yes. 11. That, that, is, yeah. that is the true impact of both last year's and this year's championship. How many young kids will want to be Tanner Allen and Tim Elko? Uh, All of them. <laughs> thousands. Will Bednar and Dylan DeLucia. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Everyone. So that, that's what we're looking at. And as far as buying dinner or worried about a, a place to stay or whatever it is you want or need, uh, your accommodations will be taken care of. Yes. Your golf, yes, your dinner. Uh, they'll find condos and homes for you forever and ever. Uh, it, it, you know, if you may buy one at some point in life, but that's how it's going to roll when you're part of a national championship and hanging a banner. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the uh, Ribeye and Scallops at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Also, uh, a Russell's Reserve Old Fashioned. That is Wild Turkey's small batch line and one of our awesome partners. Also, Long Branch is a Wild Turkey bourbon. And uh, Matthew McConaughey and Eddie Russell collaborated to bring you Long Branch bourbon. It's in a really cool bottle. Uh, if your local wine and spirit store doesn't have it, we'll demand that they order it and tell them Bo Bounce said it. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the zone1059.com. Uh, we've got a Paul Feinbaum, John Talty book coming out next year on the Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher uh, feud. And then also the complicated Nick Saban, Kirby Smart relationship. Can we do the sliced bread? guy named sliced bread my thing would play when I it's play. all sliced bread's fault that we're here today. and that was february when sliced bread happened that was jimbo when he was mad at lane clown boy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Clown, yeah. clown boy <laughs> that was that was the post recruiting press conference yeah. and he was all upset with lane trains comments i guess that was mid-january then yeah lane is now way and th there's these three are just it's a different deal is Lane sitting back? You know, we always joked about how there's a group chat between all the saving assistants and how different their mentalities would be. Lane's got to be sitting back just laughing at this whole thing. Well, and I think he wants back in, but I don't know if there's enough oxygen in the room. Uh, well, you got three guys who've won titles. Yeah, exactly. Even as much as I don't like Jimbo Fisher, unfortunately, you, you can't take away the fact that he did win it. No, you can't. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Um for our listeners, let me back up real quick and just give you what's going on. On May 18th, Nick Saban shocked the world when he told Birmingham business leaders that Jimbo Fisher's Texas A&M Aggies bought every player in their recruiting class. It's really despicable. <laughs> Jimbo then countered A day the later. next morning. <laughs> and... and, and 
Commissioner Greg Sankey asked him not to do it. Shocking. Okay, and again, Ross Bjork has no credibility in Birmingham. That's where the SEC corporate offices are. Or no control over Jimbo Fisher. No. Let's be very clear. Jimbo runs Ross. I get it. But Jimbo called Saban a narcissist and told reporters they should dig into Saban's past. We ain't going nowhere. For potential wrongdoing. So here are the questions that you're asking and that we may find some answers with the book that's eventually going to be a docu-series on mm-hmm. Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Apple TV, or whatever. Well, what's behind it all? Well, one is ego, ambition, and winning at the highest level in collegiate athletics. Okay? Two is what's this really about? Well, it's layered, just like every complicated relationship. It's layered. Okay, it's not It's not as simple as... It, when two people are in a complicated relationship, they simplify it to themselves. Well, it's about this. Yeah. When really, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's layered. Everything in life. That's why it's not black. You know, especially Southern men in the South want to live in a, in a very, you know, black and white, yeah. you know, world. Right and wrong. Yeah. Good and yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Life's gray. It's gumbo. Yeah. It's crawfish yeah. etouffee. It's quicksand. It's all yeah. stuff mixed in, mixed up together. The Saban comments weren't the reason. It was just the last load that blew everything up, right? Like, it was the last shot that sank yeah. the battleship, so to speak. And And let's be honest. In the world of really sports, you don't usually see a coach go that far and loses cool to that extent. Well, because it has to have pre- per, uh, precedent, right? There yeah. has to be something to build off of. Right, that Jimbo Fisher did. I, I, I started saying that, look, man, there were people talking down at Florida State. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy, I don't think he's all right, Okay. Well, the irony of him calling Jimbo or Saban a narcissist is so funny. Right. Because he's a narcissist. Absolutely. They all are. Uh, I mean, Kiffin, Leach, where do you want to go? Right? I mean, Freeze Mullen. It was all hysterical yeah. when people put Freeze uh, on this pedestal that was the biggest bunch of nonsense. Even, in even the world. Ed Orgeron, Matt Luke, Joe Moorhead have it built into them. Yeah. It's not all Absolutely. to the same degree. But, but there, I think Jimbo takes thin skin yeah. to a whole nother level. And if you talk to people in the Florida State world, or El- Detilier's danced around with mm-hmm. this. He, he just can't help himself. Mm-mm. I think where Kirby Smart is so much light years better than Jimbo Fisher is Nick Saban may bother Jim Kirby at times, but he just he's able to dust it off and keep moving. Channel the outlet where it doesn't hurt his right. program. Yeah. Right. And Nick Saban does not care. He moved on. Yeah, he probably tried to reach out. He knows said, he screwed up saying it publicly, but it, but but here's yeah. just, here, here's also the deal: was it calculated? Because oh. damn near everything that guy does is calculated. And was he trying to get his his alums motivated? The Out of Bounds Show, powered by Entergy, our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low co- cost energy. Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities, and congratulations on your record-setting production. Entergy, we power life. Steve Robertson, coming up in just a few minutes. On the Out of Bounds Show and the Corona Premier Guest Line. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we've got a monster giveaway today. It's uh, Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey. There may be some Long Branch stuff in there. I didn't go all the way into the second box. But anyway, uh, it's a Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey Bourbon uh, prize pack. It's really good good stuff. Um, here's how you enter, and you could win. We would like for you to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a... a Rating, review, whatever they call it, technically. And uh, I'd love for you to hit the subscribe button. So Apple Podcasts, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Spotify, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. That's how you enter, and you could win this Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey um, prize pack. All right? The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Ag Up Equipment is where you go to get your next John Deere tractor. Bam. John Deere, America's tractor. Now, there's another big story. We've hit Ole Miss. We've hit a little bit of Saban Fisher smart. And I've got a couple other things. But there's another big story. And Deshaun Watson is basically going through his hearings with the NFL office as to whether or not he can play again or play this year. Andrew, We're about to drop some audio from Andrew Brandt, former Green Bay Packers executive, and Brant's uh, an attorney. He's tied in with uh, uh, Villanova School of Law and their sport management program, and he's an NFL insider. This is what he had to say about Deshaun. And hold on, let me set this up. Deshaun is being accused by 20. How many is it now, Blake? 24, but he's settled with 20 of the 24. So there's four left. Yes, out of in, in real court, in real world okay. court. On. In the NFL, he's still facing for all 24 because they work on their own process. I, that's right. Okay. Uh, uh, explain to him what... Um, basically, sexual assault. Different levels of whether he exposed himself, asked for things like that. Um, 
inappropriately talked to or touched massage masseuses. Got it. He over the In course multiple of, states. Oh, and over the course of like a three to four year window, it looks like. Got it. The NFL is also in a kind of battle with the Texans because they've been lumped in now in the latest. I saw that. The latest report out of the New York Times is basically saying, and the lawsuit that was filed in, in real U.S. court is that the Texans knew about things and helped perpetrate or allow these things to continue to occur. Essentially, the, the Joe Paterno Penn State thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack okay. of control. All right. Lack of institutional yeah. control, but, but in a different NFL way at level. the NFL Correct. level. Yes. Got it. All of this is going on, and Deshaun's in the middle, day two, of his NFL disciplinary hearings. Right, and NFL's playing judge and jury. All right, now on this side. All right, so this is Andrew Brandt, NFL insider, former Packers exec, now sport management law professor, talking about Deshaun Watson's contract with the Cleveland Browns. It's the best contract in the history of the league. Uh, we have waited for the white whale. I've been waiting for the white whale. The five-year fully guaranteed, like an NBA, like Major League Baseball. Would it be Aaron? Would it be Mahomes? Would it be Brady? Would it be Josh Allen? Hey, it's this guy. It's this guy. He has the strongest, most secure, and largest contract in history. And we're going to wait and see if Lamar Jackson, Josh, uh, Joe Burrow, etc., are affected by this. It's up to their agents to really press it. But geez, and let me go through it. Year one is what we're looking at now. So 2022, he's going to make 45 million locked. It's already paid. Already signing paid. bonus, 45 million. Done. Done. He can't give it back. It's not subject to forfeiture for suspension. So the only thing subject to forfeiture suspension is the one million salary. That's <laughs> it. So if he's gone a year. Instead of $46 million, he makes $45 million. And what I said last time, I, I, I've been told this by a league person that looked at the contract that basically said the first two years, there's nothing they can do about conduct that's already coming in with. Assume the 24 lawsuits. Assume what they know. Now, the last three years, there's potential voids of guarantees for new misbehavior. Something else. Something else comes up. Now, the question as a lawyer, I look at and say, okay, this stuff from Jenny Ventress and New York Times, is that new? And I would argue if I'm the Browns, I guess. No, if I'm Watson, I would argue that's not new. I've been doing that behavior a long time. So it's the same behavior, just more of it in these new articles, in these new reports about what he did with this and what he did with that. So it's a lock-solid contract as far as what he's done already. Incredible. All right. Chuck Mullins, who is an attorney, friend of the show, he's also a Brown super fan, but he also is looking at this on the legal side, just shot me a text, and I thought he had a great point. You don't do what the Cleveland Browns did unless you know 100% he's going to play at some point and some point soon. Yeah. You're paying him $45 In other words, million. The NFL, an NFL franchise, they, they obviously believe that eventually this thing's going to get worked out after a suspension. Mm. Maybe it may be long, you know, but that, that he's going to play. Yeah. He missed his whole year last year with the Texans right. voluntarily between he, he and the Texans. He's it. I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying it's okay, but he's in the prime of, 
Yes. I mean, as far as his body, his athletic career, he's in his mid-20s. This is when you go get it. This is this is somewhat the low-hanging fruit. This is when most everything's intact. This is when you are operating physically and mentally, you know, at a super high level. PFF.com had him as a top four QB two years ago prior to all this coming out. Okay. He easily is still in the top four if none of this is happening. Okay. He's the best quarterback, I think. Four. Playing more than one season. I think he's the best quarterback that I ever watched in the history of college football, considering what he accomplished yeah. at Clemson. And the ele- to what he had to elevate around yeah. him. People yeah. think Clemson was an elite recruiter, but they weren't. 17 at the time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think what he did when he lost to Bama in the national championship was Herculean. I think what he did when he beat Bama in the national championship game was maybe the best performance. Look, I get what Joe Burrow did, but Deshaun didn't have those weapons. Yeah. Those weapons. Would they so have like, I have to yeah. I have to counter and balance that. Joe was more dominant. What Deshaun did might be more impressive in terms of what he had to elevate right. around him. Yeah. And I get what Cam did. Okay, but that that was one season. So they're all swimming in the same deal. Yeah. In the same end of the pool. Eliteness. Yeah. But Deshaun, over three years, mm-hmm. I think considering everything he could do, is, 100%. is yeah. the best college quarterback, especially big game mm-hmm. college QB, I think we've ever yeah. had. And that's what makes this such an interesting because we've never really had a QB of this level, talent and age, go through what he's going well, through right now. I will say this. Michael Vick. Now, I understand stylistically he's different, but as far as talent head to toe, Michael Vick dripped of talent. Yes. But he had been in the league for, what, six six years before that happened? But he was hitting happened? his prime. Yeah. I mean, he was hitting prime. That's true. Prime. I'll give you that one, yeah. Go get it. You know, you've now been in there. You've seen everything. Mm-hmm. Your body is perfect. You know. Yeah. And I understand... Again, they're different, and Vic was not the accurate passer of Deshaun. But the other guy that I think of is Vic running into yep. the dog yep. uh, fighting problems or whatever, however yes. they framed it up. Yes. Okay? Deshaun had not, you're right, Deshaun had, didn't have as many years yeah. under his belt. Yeah. But they're both kind of in the same space where this is, this is about a six- to eight-year window where you got to go get it. Right? Yeah. You got to go get it as a professional yeah. athlete. It it essentially ended Vic's NFL career. I know he came back and had a couple stints, but it was it Andy totally Reed changed did a his remarkable life. job with Vic at Philadelphia. Totally changed his life. We'll see if Deshaun Watson falls in that boat where he loses a large period of time, or if if things work out. I don't know. Okay. All right. So we just wanted to drop that. We're going to get back into uh, you know local SEC and then some Saban and Fisher and Kirby stuff, which I think is just unbelievable and it's delicious the out of bounds show is brought to you by superior foundation superior.ms find a fresh take on a fall getaway to wilmington north carolina and beaches enjoy hiking trails in a state park fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore then live it up along the Riverwalk in wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches carolina curie and wrightsville and a vibrant downtown you get the best of the carolina coast all in one place plan your fall getaway at wilmington and beaches vacation.com
Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Steve Robertson, Hale State Insider, on in five minutes. We talked about the pressure that Mississippi State put on Mike Bianco last year, and they did. Uh, Now, some of that shifts back to Starkville, Mississippi, and Chris Limonis and his program. Uh, And When I say that, somebody will take that out of context. This will be on a message board in 30 seconds. When I say that, I don't mean that Chris Limonis is on the hot seat. I'm just saying when one does something, it affects the other. It just does. It impacts the other program people. And Limonis winning it last year uh, revved it up for Bianco and his program. Now Bianco countering revs it up for Limonis and his program. Don't you think the 9-21 and 21 in SEC play and not even making the tournament might even be worse? Like, if you had lost in a regional or super regional and Ole Miss won the title, do you feel as bad as a, as a Mississippi State baseball no, fan? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't really. Because you still won your title, which is always going to be there. Sure. It's really and the you fact, won it first. It's really the fact that your season was so anticlimactic that you couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Well, they missed, and they know it, and they've acknowledged it. But the question is, can they put the... What is the time? Here's what people want to know. Bottom line. What's the timetable on them putting the roster back together to be really, really, really good and competitive? That's the bottom line, right? People don't drive up there to watch them lose Mm-mm. seven to four, eight to six, and five to two on the weekends. They just don't. Mm-mm. Or much less 27 to two or whatever it was to Tennessee. Now, I know the next day they had a, more than a, a great opportunity to win that game. And, and they just, they couldn't hit. But the bottom line is now Bianco and Ole Miss have kind of, mm-hmm. again, made the uh, the pressure in the room is now turned up even more. Lamonis and Bianco will always face pressure because of the expectations for the two programs. Um, and, you know, you, you look at what Jay Johnson is doing through the portal at LSU. And some other things happening. 
it's not going to get any easier. So tip of the cap to Bianco and Lamonis for going ahead and getting their championships. Because if you thought it was difficult, and it was, what Ole Miss just did, what Hell State did last year, it ain't easy. I don't care if Ole Miss made it look easy at times in the postseason. There were still some close games and tight moments. And, of course, for Mississippi State, there was a lot of ebb and flow last year. But the bottom line is, it's only going to, even Skip Bertman acknowledged in this Mike Bianco article that I'm looking at on theathletic.com. And, and a lot of coaches can't do it because they'll tell you when we want it, it was harder and more difficult. In my day. Okay. Bertman has the ability at his age to step back and go, it's so difficult to win now because there's so many good coaches. Mm-hmm. And there are. Not just head coaches. Assistants. And there's so many good players because of the travel ball, middle class, upper middle class boom. And parents have decided, not just in baseball, soccer, softball, you know, tennis, golf, whatever. We're going to go nuts and we're going to throw as much money as we possibly can at junior or, you know, sweetheart from six years old to 16 to see if we can put them in position to get a power five or G five scholarship. And don't get me wrong, there's other scholarships that are still incredible. You go to JUCO, that's amazing to me. You go to, how's it tiered out now, Blake? I don't even know what's under G5. D2, D3? I don't know. Yes, that's correct. Y'all know what I'm saying. You get a full ride to Delta State, that's still awesome. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by the uh, pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks. Mack Hike and Flowood, MackHikeFlowood.com. Also, the show is brought to you by Went McGee, the mortgage man, MortgageManMS.com. We're about to have uh, Steve Robertson on. And the show is brought to you by the unbelievable selection of Boar's Head premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Where do you want to go? Corner market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi. Boar's Head, you want to make some game day sliders, a Boar's Head pizza, Boar's Head nachos with their premium meats and cheeses. You go to corner market and load up on all the amazing uh, high-quality products that Boar's Head offers. And uh, family-owned in America since 1905. Can't really say that um, that much anymore. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Our guests join us, by the way, a, a Boar's Head pizza with a Corona premiere. Thumbs up. Our guests join us on the Corona premiere guest line. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Steve Robertson, Hale State Insider, 247 Sports on the Out of Bounds Show, Gene's page. Steve, we talked about this last year when Mississippi State won the national championship, and this is just how it works in the state, that that put more pressure on Bianco and um, his program. Now Bianco and, and the Ole Miss Rebels punch their ticket, puts more pressure on Lamonis and his program. Do you agree with that? I don't know if there could be any more pressure, though. On uh, on Chris Lamonis. I mean, after after the season you've had, I mean, you certainly nothing motivates one school in the rivalry more than seeing the other one succeed. And I, I think, in many respects, as successful as Mike Bianco had been, even prior to the season when Lamonis won one, I think people are like, okay, well, this is enough. And uh, to be honest with you, I, you know, I've told you guys before, I have a lot of respect for that program at Ole Miss and and Mike Bianco. I think they do things the right way and. Considering how embattled he was this year and so many people calling for his job, I mean, there's a 
there's a part of it. I think you just absolutely have to respect it. You know, I mean, you, I think you have to feel good for Mike Bianco, but, uh, you know, Chris Simonis and these guys are, you know, working to kind of bring in some guys from the portal and turn this thing around quickly. And, and I don't think the Rebels did him any favor, you know, you know, by, by making this run at Omaha. But uh, a lot of expectations from the Mississippi State fan base to have this thing right back where it was. All right. The, uh, the $10 million question is uh, how realistic is it that they can flip this roster with who they have returning, the freshmen that they're going to net out, after the draft, and the transfer portal. So that's a lot right there. All right, so let's start with the transfer portal, and then we'll, we'll work through. With, with what they have now secured, how do you feel about the direction that Lamonis and his staff are going through the transfer portal, Steve? Well, I, I would give this portal class a B-plus right now. Uh, I think you got to go out and get a, a couple more difference makers, and, and mainly on on the pitching side. You know what I'm saying? I think the lineup's going to be solid. I mean, you pick up Amani Larry yesterday, who was absolutely outstanding at UNO, and and um, I think you feel good about him. He's a potential leadoff candidate. But uh, yeah, I think state one of the more desperate things state needs is you got to get a closer, and I believe they're very close to getting a closer. Uh, they're very close to adding a right-handed bullpen arm. I think State's got to find a left-handed matchup guy to bullpen. I mean, it's like you have some left-handed arms coming in with this class, but in those high-leverage situations, you don't want to have to go to a freshman. I mean, there are some special ones out there at times that have done some really big things. I mean, you know, you look what Hunter Elliott's done this year as a starter for Ole Miss. I mean, there are some guys that come in kind of mature beyond their years. But, you know, late in ball games, you've got to be able to match up. And I think that's one thing State's really struggled to do last year just one of the bullpen uh, woes, but you, you didn't consistently have that left-hander to come out of there in high-leverage situations to get you out of an inning. And we saw Cameron Teller hit the portal yesterday, but uh, I don't think, I don't know, I don't know anybody expected him back. I had people that were like, hey, is this news? I was like, no, this is not news. I mean, I, I don't think there was any question that he was not going to be a part of this team uh, moving forward. Now he's officially in the portal. We wish him the best, but you know, that was kind of the, the best that State had last year, you know, because Pico, I think, was just really more of a long relief guy. But State's got to go out there and find a veteran left-hander at some point to come out of that bullpen to kind of match up. I think that's one of the more desperate needs. And I think, you know, finding one more bat, probably an outfielder, I think they're very, very close in that respect, too. And so, yeah, can they flip this roster? They absolutely can. I think they're in the process of doing that. You've got a very, very highly recruited recruiting class coming in and as you mentioned some guys coming back but you know the stopgap guys the guys that kind of give you the ability to to be better sooner are going to come from this portal okay uh would would Lamonis and them like for those guys to be in by I guess second term summer starts next week walk me through that are they trying to get those guys some of these guys that you're referencing in by August yeah. Yeah, some of those guys will be. Um, you know, there's so many of these portal guys, you know, and a lot of those guys don't want to talk yet, not publicly. And I understand that, you know, because they're still fielding offers and things like that, and the situations are so fragile. And a lot of times coaches they're, they're dealing with will tell them they don't want them putting offers out there. I mean, it's not like high school football, you know, where you have every time a kid gets an offer or gets a phone call from a, a coach, they tweet it. You know, there's a graphic going out. It's a little different because these guys, in many respects, are making a business decision. And so I think they're very careful of what they do. But I know that many of the incoming signees will be on campus 
next week. Now that does not prevent them from being drafted. That's one thing that's a little different. You know, back in you know in the old days, because you know you and I are from the 1900s. You know, it's like uh, whenever <laughs> whenever a guy would enroll for fall classes, well, it was over, right? So right. It's not like that. Everybody going in for the summer, and so there will be some guys that, that show up on a college campus here in the next week or two for summer school that are still going to be drafted and sign a pro contract. I know that you know states got several of their uh, MLB prospect guys that uh, are going to be enrolling next week and so uh, that'll be awfully interesting to see how that thing plays out and I think maybe if you're Mississippi State too you get the kids here and all of a sudden they're you know, they're away from home they're on a college campus they're having fun they're making friends they're involved in workouts and, and maybe if you're a marginal guy that's got a decision to make maybe you said you know what I'm already here I'm going to see this thing through but uh, a lot to think about a lot of moving parts to this whole baseball recruiting thing right now okay so, how many uh, guys do you, how many transfer portal guys do you expect to be enrolled next week? I don't know if I could put a number on that. I do think that they'll probably sign between six and eight portal guys. Um, I think some of the guys that maybe have already made a decision, you know, will probably make the move here. But uh, yeah, I talked to Monty Larry yesterday, and this has all just been such a whirlwind for him. He's not exactly sure they're working through all that stuff right now. But, uh, you know, getting those guys in here for summer is really big. And I, I think just being on campus and being around the other guys and kind of getting this bulldog career thing started is important. So we'll we'll work on that, you know, here in the next uh, few days and try to get a number on that. But at this point, I just can't quantify how many of those guys will be here for summer school. Now, did I get this right? You're talking about freshmen enrolling now, usually, when you, right when you step foot on campus, you were done for two or three years, depending on your age. Uh, are, is this right now, since the draft isn't till July 17th, that some of these freshmen can enroll, but if they are drafted, they can still go MLB, or is that not correct, Steve? No, that, that's correct. Yeah, you, traditionally, it's been if you enroll for fall class. You're done. Right? And so, okay. yeah, yeah but this, this is summer school, and the fact that the draft falls so late. And this is kind of an unusual year, because... You know, last year, one of the things that we talked about is, you know, Mississippi State's getting ready to play for a national championship, and then you had some guys down the roster that weren't on the travel team that were going into the portal, and everybody's like, what's going on? Well, the deadline was there. So now, okay, you know, the College World Series is now behind us, and the, the deadline to enter the transfer portal and be eligible to play next year is July the 1st. So we got that part of it fixed, and now we've got a late draft. You know, so usually, you know, the draft happens much earlier, so you've got more time to plan and and kind of bob and weave a little bit based on how things develop. You know, now you've got, okay, we've got to get through how many guys are in the portal. Now we know who we can recruit officially, and now there's still the risk of those guys you know, getting drafted and going pro. You know, you and I have talked off there about what LSU has done. It's like uh, I think there's some name recognition with that class, and people are like, wow, look at that. And, I mean, and then you look at the numbers for Christian Little and Carter Young, and I think you realize Vandy's probably glad they're gone. But – that like Jack Pineda is a good example from Baylor. You know, this is a guy we've heard, we've been hearing he was going to go into the portal since probably April. He goes into the portal, goes to LSU. However, there are a lot of teams out there that appear to really like him, and so he could be a guy that commits to LSU to go to the portal out of the portal and then gets drafted and then never sees campus. And so it's just another kind of layer to all of this. College coaches right now on the baseball side don't know who on their team is coming back, don't know who in their signing class is coming back, and don't know how many of these portal guys are really going to continue to play college baseball. So there's a lot left to figure out. 
That's a lot to unpack. Okay, so how many freshmen do you think could actually have an impact for Chris Lamonis next year? Well, I really like Ross Highfield. I, I think that that's – and maybe he's not your full-time catcher. Maybe he catches one day on the weekend, catches in the midweek. And, uh, you know, I think that I think he's the future at catcher. I really do. I know they've got a couple of catchers they've got signed. And there's some talk that Luke Hancock may be back. I mean, that, that's, again, going to be kind of dependent on what happens in the draft. But I really like him. I think there's some arms that come in that uh, have a chance to be uh, significant guys that can kind of eat up some innings for you. You know, Colby Holcomb's a junior college guy, but, um, you know, he's 6'7", 225 pounds, and he went to the MLB Combine, didn't throw, just kind of went through the interview process and all the medical stuff. And you know, he tells me he has got a number in mind that he's not backing off of and, and really wants to play in college. But if he gets, you know, life-changing money, he'd be a fool not to take it. And so there are going to be some names that are going to be very new to many Mississippi State fans, and a lot of those are going to be – you know, freshmen, uh, but you're not going to be just dependent on them because of the fact you're going to get some of these poor alarms. And again, Holcomb, you know, is a junior college guy. And so you're going to get a good mixture. So it's not like it's just going to be this incredibly young team next year. Cause you know, old wins in college baseball, as we've seen, it's what Ole Miss did, what Arkansas has done uh, last year, in many respects what Mississippi state's done. So you've got to have some maturity and some experience on the sure. roster that's going to come from the returning players in the portal. But I think on the pitching side of things, State's going to probably rely on some of these guys that are you – know, like Bradley Lofton is an outstanding pitcher you know, out of DeSoto Central. I had a college, I had a Mississippi baseball scout tell me a month ago he was the key to Mississippi State signing class, that he was good enough that he could have pitched on the weekends this year right out of high school. So that's a guy that you'll expect some big things from for sure. Hmm. Uh all right, so we've got some texts coming in. We're visiting with Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, if you thought this thing was heated up, just add another national championship in the state of Mississippi. And here we go. Uh, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. You uh, Give me the roles of Cade Smith, Jackson Fristo. No, no, no. Let me start here. Preston Johnson. Handicap it. Is he is he back for the maroon and white, or is he somewhere playing Major League Baseball? And that is a great question, and that's one of those things that we'll basically find out here in about three weeks. But um, if I had to call it today, I think there is probably a better than 50-50 chance that he's back, but not much more than that. I think it's probably a little more towards he's likely to come back, but you know, he, all he needs is one team, right? I mean, it's not like you need a, you know, you're not, you're not running for office here. You, know, you just need one team to go out here and say, yeah, we'll take you. You know, Preston also has two years of leverage, you know, so that's one of the things that's a little interesting too. But, you know, talking to some people that they feel like they're, they're certain he's going to be a back end of the draft guy. It's just going to be a matter of if will he sign or not. And I think one thing too with Preston, he loves Mississippi State. I mean, he, if there was ever a kid born to go to Mississippi State, it's Preston Johnson, you know, right there out of Crystal Springs, Mississippi. And so that's a factor, too. You know, the fact that he has another year to play with, you know, I don't think he's going to take peanuts to go play pro ball. So I would say it's probably better than 50-50, but I wouldn't say it's significantly more than 50-50. Okay, uh, who are the three big guys coming back? Hunter Hines, Slate Offered. Who's the other big guy that I, that played a little bit? Looked like uh, a linebacker. Oh, you're talking about Aaron Downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aaron, 
are, are those three guys? I know Hunter Hines is coming back. Are the other two coming back for MSU? Yeah, yeah, those guys are both all, all expected back. And that's the thing. You've got, you've got a nucleus of some younger players. And, and Kelvin Clark's not a younger player anymore. He's going to be a junior. But, you know, when you think about, you know, Hunter Hines and the year that he had, even though he had a bum hand, I mean, you know, it's like, what's that kid, kid going to do when he's healthy and he's got a few more ABs under his belt? And, you know, Aaron Downs, is, of course, is a guy that didn't get to play a whole lot last year, but a guy they think an awful lot of and slight offer defensively might be your best third baseman, just kind of figuring the swing out a little bit. But you know, that's a young nucleus of players that you feel really good about. And then you bring in some of these portal guys and then some of these younger guys that are coming in that you, uh, that you expect to be able to contribute. Yeah, the, the the pieces are there, you know, for a, a pretty rapid turnaround. But uh, you know, as we've seen, we don't play games on paper. You know, <laughs> you got to get out there on the field, and these guys got to get ready to play. So. Uh, Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Um, lot going on in the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss wins a national championship. Mississippi State has a bad year, a down year, and there's a lot of things going on as far as transfer portal and and so on. Uh, where else was I going? Cade Smith. Uh, do you expect him to challenge for a Friday or Saturday night spot? Um, if not in the fall in January and February. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I think he's, you know, he's certainly validated himself as a weekend guy and was really Mississippi state's most consistent strike thrower. I think down the stretch last year, you know, he had some games, he was a little bit up and down. I think sometimes too, that, they probably rode him a little bit longer than they wanted to, just because of the fact you had you had basically nothing coming out of the bullpen, and, and uh, probably stayed with him a hitter or two too long a couple times. But uh, you know, Kate Smith's a future Friday night guy. If it's not this year, it's next year. But this guy can really pitch. And yeah, let's be honest, State's very fortunate that they have him, just because of the fact that it was a five round draft in 2020. If it's a traditional draft in 2020, Kate Smith's not even in school. I mean, he's that good. And so. I think you feel good about that piece. And to be honest with you at this point, I would say that's the only piece you know for sure of your weekend rotation that you're confident is going to be there this year. You still know what's going to happen with Preston. And you, you mentioned Jackson Bristow. You know, it's Bristow stay in the bullpen. And, you know, that was that he had some shiny moments last year, but he also had some other ones that were just not very good. And, you know, the consistency was the issue with him. And they were really hound him two years ago. You know, people forget he was the Sunday guy you know, for basically a month there, and State won all those games, including the no-hitter against Kent State. They like to go back to Sarantola against LSU, and Sarantola never never appeared in the starting lineup ever again. But I think that decision kind of messed with Fristo's head a little bit. I think he was probably always looking over his shoulder, thinking, okay, I've got to be perfect here. And last year, he didn't win a spot in the rotation, uh, had the big moment out there at Arkansas, and had a, had a couple big moments against Florida. But and then you have that LSU game where he has the guy struck out, doesn't get a call, and it's just like we kind of fold. Hmm. And so that's what they've got to do with him. They've got to figure out – because I think Jackson Frisco's stuff is electric. It's just a matter of kind of getting him you know, mentally prepared for, for what he's going to face in the Southeastern Conference. So you think he could compete for a weekend spot? I don't know that I would go that far. I think that he's probably – a guy that could, with some big velo and a pretty decent slider that could come in and, and be a relief guy. Okay, so I, you're I leaning of, you're leaning toward him uh, staying in, in some kind of relief role over starter. You're still you know leaving that door open, but I get the sense you're leaning towards him staying in the bullpen, right? Yeah, as for now, and you know we'll see what happens in the fall. I mean, you know, people forget you know when Dakota Hudson came up, and I'm in no way comparing Dakota to Jackson. That's not fair. Um, 
Dakota Hudson had pitched, what, you know, 12 SEC innings, ends up being a first-rounder. So guys mature and develop. That's and true. First that could be that guy, too. So. All right. Well, I didn't hit even half of what I was going to get to, but um, guess what? We can do this again next week. We'll have uh, Steve's colleague on tomorrow, David Johnson, with Rebels 247 to go over several things. And um, so Steve Robertson just weighed in on some baseball. We'll get into more uh, next week on the transfer portal and high school recruits and all that. I can't imagine being a baseball coach this day and age. Steve, thank you. Steve joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, the Boneyard Podcast, and 247 Sports. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by the Premium Sticks, the Premium Cigars, at Havana Smoke Shop across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir, and I-55 North, Frontage Road, Jackson. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.